0: Hello, this is Ken Ferry with this week's Boots in the Field. Some are done with corn and started beans. Others are kind of like we are with the plots, probably in that 80% range. We need one more push uh, to finish up the corn and then get started on the beans. For the most part, uh, corn stands that we've been looking at are looking pretty good. Uh, looks like we've got some pretty good emergence out there. Now is the time, though, to be doing those stand counts, stretching those tapes and going out there and checking for emergence, checking for uniformity, how well did it emerge, um, dig up those missing plants, you know, that are missing out there and try to figure out why they're missing. Is it actual skip from the corn planter or is there something wrong with the corn seed? It's going to be hard to identify what those skips are a month from now. So we need to be out there, and this this is the kind of scouting, again, we do in the field. You're not going to be able to do it from the pickup window itself. With all the good stands that I've seen though, we probably have more um, troubled stands than I've seen in a while. And I think that's something that we need to be addressing as well. If I'm going to say where are the biggest problems with stand establishment right now, it happens to be in the corn that was planted in the dry soils. The dry soils are creating some uneven emergence issues. Some of these are bad enough that you can see them from the road, that you see missing rows and parts of the row, that type of thing out there itself. And we had too much uh, dry soil out there as we were planting itself. Now again, most fields you're going to have to go out in the field and actually see what's going on and identify where that stand loss has been. We are seeing more seed chilling than I initially thought we would. Uh, And that seed chilling, of course, is the disoriented seeds that kind of corkscrew in the ground and want to leaf out under the ground itself. And this seed chilling is basically showing up in the corn that was planted before April 16th. And, of course, that also matches up with our uh, weather records as far as where soil temperatures were. So seed chilling, if we remember, can happen below 50 degrees. It gets more aggressive below 45 degrees. Uh, And and that's those cold nights and the planting windows are um, what's triggering it. So the corn planted after the 17th, we're not seeing uh, seed chilling issues, seeing a little bit better emergence from that standpoint itself. But some of those that uh, leaf out underground or take their while to get to the surface, they're going to be barren plants. So even though they show up, if they show up a week later, they're not of much value. The other thing that we're getting a number of calls on is uh, starter burn. Starter burn is higher than typical, and again, it is in the dry soils where we're concerned about moisture at planting. And is it possible to have starter burn and seed chilling in the same field? Uh, You better believe it. We're seeing that in a number of fields as well. The main thing, though, is we need to assess those stands really close now because we have the opportunity to redo this without much yield loss four out of the last five years our best corn was planted here in this time frame in may so we don't want to go out there in june and and wish that we'd um, you know replant it so don't let this window slip away from me evaluate those stands pretty close and if we got to make some replant decisions let's make it again when you're looking at those replant decisions and you're trying to estimate your ear count Put some consideration in how much flex your hybrid actually has. Can it make up for some of those low numbers out there in the field itself? But now is the time to bring our A game in scouting. Again, this is something we can't do from the pickup. If you're in a little bit of a rain delay, let's get out there and start doing those stand counts. Don't forget to record them. Write them down so you can look at them and you can compare them from year to year in itself. Uh, Also, started to get some... Reports in on the cutworm uh, this week. The cutworm feeding uh, actually started last week as the reports come in, but we're still getting reports uh, coming in here. This morning's report, we had one grower that had cutworm feeding in a field that had insecticide on it. Uh, It's been fairly quiet, though. I said, well, maybe they're not going to be an issue. Remember, though, the big push or the big flights that we saw We're projected, we thought, maybe somewhere in the 7th to the ninth, we'd start seeing the feeding of the big push. With this cool weather, that's probably pushed back more in the 10th to 12th. So somewhere in the middle of next week is when the aggressive feeding from the first big flights that were recorded are going to show up. Because we had so many nights with strong flights throughout a two-week period, uh, there's going to be some prolonged heavy feeding here. Basically, we're going to have to have the corn outgrow the feeding or the insect to be killed by whatever uh, insecticide that you have in the field itself. So now's the time to start to uh, watch those areas. Again, we're talking about no-till being high risk, chickweed, henbit areas that were, um, had vegetation growing on it back there in the 20th of March timeframe itself. Um, And you're typically gonna be looking for about 3% of the plants being cut, being the threshold of when we would pull the trigger army worm uh again the army worm traps that we've had out have mainly been by wheat fields we're now at 70 heat units from our largest army worm flight we need to get to about 600 so it's going to be a little bit before the army worm shows up there in the wheat we're probably about two and a half three weeks out maybe even longer some questions coming in as i'm getting ready to put my flag leaf fungicide on as these flag leaves are coming out can I throw a preventive action at that and try to take out the army worm if I've had army worm in my traps next to my wheat field uh, there really is no preventive maintenance that we can do for the army worm itself so it's a situation where we have to kind of wait for it to show up so it's not going to match up with the timing on flag leaf protection if you are going to be spraying for head scab later it might so situation before you do any head, head scab spraying, you really do want to look for the larva and see if they're out there that sell. On the soybean front, again, we want to watch the soybeans that are planted with this rain and cold weather to make sure that they're going to get up out of the ground. In some areas where you guys receive some pretty hard driving rains, uh, you may need to help them up, especially with this dip in cold temperatures itself as far as um, making sure they don't get in trouble and get out there and hoe it before the crust would actually develop you know as the saying goes hoe before you know don't let the ground get hard and crusted over before you're trying to help those soybeans up itself especially in those fields that seem to be on the struggle bus when it comes to stand emergence they run together quick on you and that type of thing in the same way with this last planted corn if the corn's not up yet and you did receive one of those inch and a half rains in 45 minutes Um, be watching those stands and we get back up in the 80 degree temperatures here at the end of the week you don't want a crust to develop and not be able to get that corn out of the ground itself but for the most part I think we're off to a pretty good start we got some good staggering in our planting windows that's going to help us out in July when we're doing this pollination and trying to do all that scouting and some pretty good stands I think we just need to make sure that You know, we don't get caught sleeping at the wheel here and and take our eyes off of what potentially could be a, uh, a replant issue if we need it in some of these fields itself. So from that, keep it safe, keep her moving, and we'll talk to you next week.